She leads, she thrives. The home of inspired conversations, practical and creative wisdom, expansive leadership and business insights, abundant braggadocious moments of celebration, and useful info you can actually do something with. You'll hear about mindset, marketing, money, magnetism, self-awareness and the Thrive Factor framework, its archetypes and more. Amplify your role as a leader, a self-led soul. Tap into your effortless success zone. Turn your ingeniousness and wisdom into profitable income streams. From solo shows to guests you definitely want more from, there's something for every ambitious, ingenious soul. I'm Shannon Dunn, a true OG of the business coaching space with an obsession with thriving. You are so welcome here. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey, superstar, welcome to a new episode, 59, and it's our fifth in our Thrive Factor Archetypes Business Insight Series. We've actually had a 10-episode gap between this and the previous episode in this series, mostly because of the busy series of episodes that we had for our first birthday earlier this month in October. So if you haven't tuned into previous episodes in the series, you can catch them when you tune into, I think it's episode 49, episode 42, 44, 47. Anyway, we'll put all the links into the show notes so that you can make sure you can catch up with all of them. Being that this is the fifth episode, we're focusing on two archetypes each time. We have one more episode to share in the coming weeks to wrap up so that we have covered, or I should say I have covered and introduced you to all 12 Thrive Factor archetypes through this lens of their business kind of influence. The episodes have been super popular and I'm seeing that there are fresh downloads for each of them every week, which I absolutely love and I hope hope I'm sure it's the truth but that people are really tapping into this archetypal wisdom that's being shared now as I have shared previously in this series of focuses on sharing key insights and considerations for you as a business soul so that you can expand deepen your embody your knowledge about the archetypes in focus now if you're a new listener to She Leads She Thrives welcome I'm Shannon Dunn your host here and founder of the Thrive Factor Framework and its 12 unique archetypes Now, the creation of them dates back to 2009, so they've been making an impact for quite a while now in the world. I'm excited to focus on the Liberator Engineer and the Networker Connected today, but first, just let me share a few resources related to the Thrifator archetypes and profiling. Now, you can hear a high-level intro to all 12 archetypes in episode 16 of the podcast, so that's going back to around early January 2023, but episode 16, again, we'll link that up in the show notes. And this one is another one that gets lots of downloads. It makes sense to me because I mention every time we do one of these and I often refer to it in just my general sharing about the Thrive Factor so people can go and listen and get that real high-level introduction to all 12 archetypes. Now, if you don't yet know your Thrive Factor archetypes, there are a number of ways to connect with them. You could start with a free assessment. Again, link will be in the show notes. This will confirm one of a possible three to six archetypes. As I've mentioned, there are 12 in the Thrive Factor framework and your unique Thrive Factor or profile, as we often call it, could have between three and six. I've got four, for example. But, you know, this free assessment will give you insight into one and it's an ideal way to get started. 
But if you 100% want confirmation of your archetypes, there are three options to do that. There's a Thrive Factor Insights where you can take the assessment, receive a detailed personalized report, which is created by my team. These are not automatically generated in any way, shape or form. We create them individually and uniquely for you. And also you, with that one, you can get insights into a couple of questions that you can ask. I'll tap into your archetypes to provide insights on your questions. And again, link in the show notes. <laughs> you hear me say that a lot in this introduction. There is also the Thrive Factor Experience, which offers two options, which include one-on-one sessions and coaching. The first is the Thrive Factor Experience itself. Again, access to the assessment, your detailed personalized report, and a one-on-one coaching session to meet your archetypes so you can understand your Thrive Factor in more detail. And the second option is the Thrive Factor Experience Amplified. This gives you access to three sessions. The first one is meet your archetypes. The second one, we explore your life or your career or your business through the lens of your archetypes. And the third is to understand the nuances of the relationships between them. This is particularly focusing on points of harmony and potential disharmony. And you know what? I actually think that that final session is in many ways the most valuable because when you understand what's going on in your personal psychology, It's where you can truly meet yourself and both activate and amplify thriving on your terms because you're now armed with valuable information about yourself that you you can't unlearn this. And this is where the wisdom comes together and you can accelerate your potential to unlock and harness your effortless success zone. Before we meet the Liberator Engineer, which is the first of our focus archetypes for today, I do want to also add that this month, October 2023, you can still get access to each of the three paid Thrifactor profiling options as part of the podcast first birthday offers at 50% off. Like maybe once a year, I might do a, a kind of an offer like this, but it's rare that I'll have anything to do with profiling at this much of a savings. So again, we'll make sure the link to the office page is in the show notes. You can access the the option best for you and also the code to save that 50%. But once we tick over into November 2023, these offers will no longer be available and everything goes back to full price. So if you've been intrigued at all about your archetypes and getting to know your Thrive Factor, this is the time to do it. You don't have to book the session straight away. You have a little bit of time to do that. But, you know, this is definitely the time to make the investment. Okay, the archetypes and focus for this episode are raring to be shared with you. As I said, today's focus archetypes are the liberator, engineer, and the networker connector. So let's get into talking about each of these interesting archetypes and discover why those with one are often mistaken or it's believed that they have the other, which I think is always fascinates me, being that I have the one that is often thought about and you having the other. So we'll start with the Liberator Engineer. If you have the Liberator Engineer as part of your Thrive Factor or maybe listening, you might suspect you do, you are the freedom weaving solutionist. Your gift is 100% self-liberation, which is all about living and thriving from your own definition of freedom. This is one of my four Thrive Factor archetypes. I so identified with the Liberator Engineer. In fact, it was no surprise to me that this one was in my profile at all. Like I remember defining the archetype and going, oh my goodness, this is me, this is me, this is me, this is me. (laughs) Um, While I did get surprised by one of my four archetypes, which is again, is not an uncommon thing to have one archetype in our profile that can be quite surprising to us. There was no doubt ever that I have the liberator engineer archetype. So key things to remember about the liberator engineer She can be very systems focused. She's an analytical thinker and processor. So there's a lot of thinking goes on with this archetype. 
She builds, think about the word build in relation to engineer. She builds solutions. In fact, she builds anything and everything that can create freedom for herself and others. She can have intense, intense emotions, even though she can appear intensely, incredibly calm and collected from the outside. Maybe saying intensely calm is is kind of a bit of a contradiction there, but you know what? That's what it looks like. You know, everything is kind of all put together for the liberator engineer on the outside. But if she's not taking care of her freedom, she can, I refer to it as erupt. Think volcanic in nature. Usually that is very much contained to her own kind of home environment if it's in front of other people it's someone that she trusts and feels comfortable and safe with and it usually happens in an uncontrollable way she can erupt on an external level but she can also so like an explosion she can also implode and there's some interesting kind of quirks around the liberator engineer and illness when she's but it all comes down to if you're not taking care of your own freedom she has a, a gift for being able to see parts of the whole. And when I think about that, you know, think about it in relation to sees the big picture of something and understands all of the moving parts. So she sees how things work together. If I think about one of my former kind of roles in corporate before being in my business, I was a project manager for a very long time. And if you know anything about project management, you know, being able to define a project plan with, you know, all the fine detail of all the moving parts and everything that needs to happen in order for everything to come together. My liberator engineer was in heaven doing all that kind of stuff and then kind of managing it all. She also has a, an ability to break things down and rebuild. And it's kind of a gift also in some ways, a gift or not so much of a gift for breaking down technology. Um, if you have the shapeshifter alchemist and liberator engineer archetypes, don't be surprised if you have challenges with technology, uh, a little bit of the breaking down thing. The liberator engineer is also through that love of freedom and that determination for things to be and feel liberated. She's a destroyer of ego and can have some clashes with the more likely ego-driven archetypes at different times. And that's something to be mindful of if you have those archetypes within your own profile, because you can have some inner challenge going on there. And a hundred percent, she can over-engineer. She's a bit of a tinkerer at times, loves to DIY stuff. So you need to be aware of that temptation to tinker with things just for the sake of it when you have the liberator engineer archetype. Okay. Now, if you've listened to some of the other episodes, I should say, in this series, you will know that we go through a pattern or a, I guess a, a process of sharing certain information. And we will continue to do that for this one and the final um, part of this series. So next, I want to share with you the summaries of the four M's of momentum, mindset, marketing, money, and magnetism for the liberator engineer. From a mindset perspective, freedom really does drive everything. And the less ego, the better. This is an archetype that is innately wise, and she often focuses on her thoughts to create with and understand with intellect, but sharing her freedom to create more is such an important thing of supporting her mindset. This is an archetype that loves spaciousness and openness. And I know, say, for example, my own personal experience with this archetype, going and spending time at, usually outdoors for me in spaces that have like an uninterrupted view. So like I live near the coast where I am in Perth and Western Australia, 
not far from the, you know, the beautiful beaches we have here and going down and say, listening to some training or doing some mindset work or journaling, or even just grabbing a cuppa and sitting and looking out at the horizon of that uninterrupted sky and the uninterrupted ocean horizon immediately can reset that sense of spaciousness from a mindset perspective that my liberator engineer craves from a marketing perspective for the liberator engineer a natural problem solver and creator of systems and solutions that create efficiencies, productivity, and freedom. So from a marketing perspective, show us how, you know, so we can understand it's possible to create freedom for ourselves. Share how you take complex concepts and break them down into easier steps that others can take, you know, and achieve their own sense of freedom. It's such an important thing. I know many years ago, one of the, I guess, the kind of catch cries in my business was making business easier. I talk about um, or use the words effortless and easeful a lot. This is very much my Libretta engineer coming out in my marketing and what I what I stand for. It's values for me, for sure. Money. So like mindset, money is linked to freedom. So for a Libretta engineer, it's about consciously using money to engineer ways to be free. And if whatever is calling you to invest does not feel free and easy, then pay attention to those signs and be more considered when handing over any money, no matter whether that's from a personal or a business perspective. You're very systematic, so you'll love to record your money in all sorts of ways. So use that as well to map out things to keep track of your money so that you're able to see you know, where it is and what it is and what's going on to support your freedom. From a magnetism perspective, showing freedom is possible and how you build it for yourself and others will effortlessly draw people to you. When you show how freedom is accessible to anyone who wants it, you'll gain attention from those who resonate with your themes and want the same. And another thing I find with this archetype from that magnetism perspective, it's it's not about showing exactly how I created my own freedom. It's about showing people that there are ways to create freedom based on their definition of freedom. That's a really important thing to, to uh, I guess, point out there. Now, the activation question for the liberator engineer, really great one to kind of get into her space, you know, where do I not feel free in my life and business and what action can I take to change this? The profitable wisdom focus. This is, this is again, everything I'm going to share to you today about the liberator engineer comes down to freedom. So the profitable wisdom focus, freedom is like breathing for this archetype. Like you have a gift for seeing that big picture of life and ability to understand all of its moving parts. And your ability to take people from lack of understanding or misunderstanding is such a treasure to others. So you want to lead the way, lighting the path for others to become a leader, free of ego and all of the traps that go along with that. Or yeah, this say maybe not free of ego, but limiting ego or being aware of what could go on with that. You're highly capable, quick to understand how things work and have an analytical mind that others often wish that they had. Use it to create opportunities for others to learn how to create their own freedom. From a content ideas perspective for the Liberator Engineer, anything that's lined with your products and services where you can demonstrate your freedom and how you think or process to create or engineer freedom is going to make a significant impact in your business. Potential challenge that could come up for the Liberator Engineer is that over-engineering, over-analyzing, getting stuck, getting, you know, that feeling of trapped, lack of space to feel free, bottling up intense emotions and not expressing them freely, adding complexity where it's not needed, and any ego in relation to rapid ability to grasp things. Those kind of things are challenges um, to be mindful of that could potentially arise for a Liberator Engineer. 
common or key fears to be mindful of with this archetype that I will be trapped or I'm not free or I'm not recognized for how capable I am. Any one or combination of those can often come up for a liberator engineer. I know for me personally, that whole feeling of being stuck in something and not feeling like I have any freedom to make a choice to take action, which actually goes against my beliefs about choice and action. Um, but, you know, when a liberator engineer is kind of so either truly or perceptively walled in, she can really struggle to sense any kind of freedom at all. So things to be generally mindful of for liberator engineers, freedom first. You know, the freedom first attitude can see her challenge with the complexity she's created, but she really needs to be focused on that freedom as a priority and a foundation for everything. Uh, that overanalyzing and you know, particularly when it comes to things like content, what to include, the structure, the price, so much overthinking can go on for a liberator engineer. And that is the opposite of freedom. So go back to what feels free about this content that I'm creating. When it comes to what I'm going to include, what feels really freeing and effortless and spaciousness, you know, from a price perspective, the same kind of things to consider. What feels really expansive and, and freeing around the price I want to um, add to this offer, this program or whatever it is that you are making available as part of your business. Another thing to be mindful of for liberator engineers is changing for change's sake. This tinkering, over-engineering, complexity creation that can happen when a liberator engineer does not feel free can end up being changing or just, you know, making everything from continual small changes to big changes. I see this happen with a lot of liberator engineers who DIY their content and their websites. It's like everything is constantly being tweaked over and over and over again. Whereas you probably don't need to be putting all that time and energy into that, you know, instead, what feels free about this? Does it really need to be changed? Why am I keep going back and changing things and really challenging yourself around that? And so also another thing to be mindful of is not fully backing yourself when your, you know, your capability is in challenge. If you feel like you're not grasping something, you're not moving forward, it doesn't feel free, then be mindful about that. Use and lean into your other archetypes to support you to back yourself and really, you know, lean into the incredible strengths that this archetypes have, has available to you. So strengths to tap into regularly as a liberator engineer, your gift for creating ease and effortlessness and your belief in freedom, your ability to find a multitude of solutions all the time. You know, intensity of emotion can connect you to the heart of things, which is incredibly important. And you know that you are really sharing from a place of your values Use your definition of freedom to guide everything in your day. So if you don't have one, explore that. That's a really great place to start with this archetype. Celebration of your freedoms and that you always have control over what you say yes to. Share your freedoms with others who will be motivated to experience them too. You want to document your processes so it's easier next time rather than you know reinventing every time you do something. Spend time in nature to create expansive spaciousness. I talked about that earlier. Star, stars, you know, horizon gazing, sky, anything that really gives you that sense of openness. You want a structure to support your freedom. You know, whatever structures you put into your, your life and your, your work, you want to make sure that they are all focused on what makes you feel free. Listen to your intuition about how you feel and what you want and act from that space with freedom as a key focus. Remember how capable you are. This is an incredibly capable archetype. You want to rest to balance the intensity of emotion that you can feel. 
this can be such a busy doing archetype, like the engineer is an action, 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 you know, kind of space. So resting, finding that balance between the rest and the doing is also important. Your physical movement is a really great way to shift emotions in the body and also can get you out of your head, which is something that's beneficial for every liberator engineer. You might want to say, keep a, a journal or a diary to express how you feel and externalize those frustrations. Frustration is a big thing for liberator engineers. So if you don't feel free or an, a liberator engineer doesn't feel free and spacious, you will hear them talk about feeling frustrated, trapped, stuck, blocked, you know, key words to listen out for for yourself and, and others if you are already recognizing perhaps those you know that may have this archetype. You want to use those analytical skills to systematically create a valuable solution for you and for others and be the freedom weaver that you are. Now, you may remember if you've listened to previous episodes in this series that I share a, a number of affirmations. These are not like affirmations, which are a statement of something you want to attain. Affirmations are set as questions and really work with the, the way that our brain works from a neuroscience perspective to go seeking answers to our questions. So for a liberator engineer, the ideal affirmations to consider. What if my gift to the world started with me deeply and lovingly connecting to myself as a priority? What if it's safe for me to engineer freedom for myself? Imagine it's safe for me to express my depth. What if being in my body was safe for me? Imagine if I was the epitome of spaciousness. What if my analytical gift was valued by others? Imagine if I had freedom available to me anytime I chose it. What if I could effortlessly build freedom for myself and others? Imagine I could easily let go of things I know frustrate me, make me feel trapped and controlled. And what if there was no need to control anything? So I love working with affirmations. They're really great to, to kind of have a bit of a play with when it comes to things like, you know, journaling prompts, uh, reflections for, you know, if you're going to do a like a visualization or a meditation or even just in conversation with yourself or others. Now, I've also shared, uh, we've got a couple more pieces to share for the Liberator Engineer before we move on to the Networker Connector. Firstly, the archetypal success pathways and then the how to activate your effortless success zone, what to do less of and what to do more of. For a Liberator Engineer, the archetypal success pathways, it's about activating and amplifying thriving when you embody your thrive factor success pathway of self-liberation. Yeah, as a freedom-led soul, you filter everything through the lens of your definition of freedom and analytical ways of discerning where to focus. You're capable, you understand effectively the machinations of things, you see that big picture and know how the moving parts can create freedom for all, liberating them from unnecessary complexities. You want to activate self-liberation daily for the desire to feel free and be the freedom weaver for others is something that can lead to creating limitations and barriers to personal freedom. Your liberator engineer truly thrives when she gives herself the spaciousness, deep emotional connection to freedom, honors just how capable she is and claims her role as a space creator and freedom weaver. Okay, activating your effortless success zone, do less of, changing things for change sake, uh, resisting investing in help, thinking you can DIY everything, do less of building systems and things that trap you, uh, less of exploding, less of controlling. You want to do more of building of freedom, focused ways of being, doing and having and and you know, just, you just more freedom the better. I think you pick that up from by now. 
Use your quick intellect to identify solutions and express your intensity freely, resting, having more breaks, that kind of thing. Okay. Moving on to the networker connector, the second archetype for our focus today. She's the introduction creator. She's a gift for connection and it's generously valued by her community with the greatest value for network connectors really coming with demonstrating the breadth and depth of that community. Key things to remember about this archetype, she's a social butterfly. She does love people. She can adapt herself easily to new and different environments. She's confident in social settings, often is is considered an extrovert, even in if the other parts or the other archetypes within her thrive factor are more naturally introverted. This part of her is an extrovert. Creates partnerships and connections for others, does well to focus on benefiting from her own network, um, can struggle with self-care and burn herself out with too many people connecting, you know, too much people connection is, is there is such a thing as too much. For the rest of us that don't have this archetype, we're like, of course, there's too much thing as too much people connection. For networking connectors, she can struggle to see that and sense that sometimes. She can benefit from time with herself, although this is sometimes very uncomfortable for a networker connected to do, is actually to build self-connection. And yet it's essential that she does that because practicing self-connection is a priority for greater mutual, you know, genuine, valuable connection with others. So let's talk about the four M's of momentum for the networker connector. From a mindset perspective, connection is at the core of everything you do and you are the maestro of introductions. You are energized by people. But it's important that you do not forget to connect with yourself as well, as I mentioned just a little moment ago. As an unconnected network connector is not a happy individual, not a happy soul at all. She's really out of place and out of alignment with who she is in the world. From a marketing perspective, your network is 100% your greatest asset and it's okay to benefit from it as well as share it. So just connect in the way you feel compelled to include yourself in the equation and you'll be rewarded for your generosity. I want to share also how you create and nurture relationships, connecting people for the good of all. It's great content for your marketing as a networking connector. From a money perspective, it's all about connecting and staying connected to your network in whatever ways it needs to be for you. So really, it's just about staying connected and you'll be able to then find it easier to make the money flow through your business but also be clear on the cost of all that networking and social engagement as it can drain your energy and your funds. And being connected to your network is key to your money mindset also. Um, but, you know, when you're not self-connected, that's something that's even going to have more impact on your money mindset. From a magnetism perspective, being the social butterfly you are is, again, your greatest magnetic gift. You want to get social, but also balance this time with you for, you know, with you to put the pieces of your own kind of puzzle together, if you like, to understand who you are and how you fit into the world. Incredibly important. Activation question for the network connector. Where am I not feeling connected and how can I change that? Now you can look at that through the lens of your life and your business relationships, anything. That question's got a lot of, of different ways you can use it. From a profitable wisdom-focused perspective, your ability to bring a crowd of any size together and create a connected, appreciated experience is key. So in-person as well as some online offerings are essential for you to consider. Community really is everything for a network connector. You want to show others how to create community and how to leverage, you know, by being connected with self and others. Themes of inclusivity, honoring people as a gift, not a commodity, true connection are really valued. Content ideas for a networker connector. Anything that is aligned with your products and your services where you can demonstrate your path to connection to self and how you, you value and connect people of all kinds to create community are really great things to focus on in your content. 
potential challenges, socializing too much, literally doing too many events, going out too much, you know, being all about others and disconnected from yourself, not valuing your personal network, not asking for help and guidance when needed. Um, you don't do solo well, but it's an important balance for all of your peopling for sure to spend that time with yourself, getting to know yourself. And a great way for networking connectors to do that is to lean into their other archetypes to assist if they're struggling with that self-connection. Fears commonly seen or show up for networking connectors. I'm only valued because of who I know, not because of who I am. And I don't know what I'll find if I spend time with me. So I don't. Yeah, there's key key things to really explore there if you have this archetype. Also, other things to be generally mindful of as, as a network connector, you can be so focused externally that you leave yourself out of the equation, including when it comes to money. Network connectors can really find, from a business perspective, a, a struggle to monetize the network and the introductions and the way that they connect people. So explore that. There's a great opportunity for you there. Your disconnection with self can create disconnection with your self-value. Uh, you can sometimes feel guilty monetizing your, your network and feel resentful, though, when the requests for your network, you know, just keep coming through and you just keep being asked for stuff and you just keep giving it freely with no boundaries. There's something to really be mindful of because it's not really going to serve you that well in the long term. But tapping into the strengths that you have daily is going to make an incredible um, difference in your life for sure. As we've said, you have an incredible ability to connect. So start and end your days with self-connection, whatever that looks like for you. Your charisma automatically draws people to you. Like they draws others in. So celebrate that. Like let yourself be your, you know, magnetic self. You have no problem getting out or going out and being the life of the party, but celebrate your charisma and magnetism in a self-connecting and self-honoring way also. You want to dedicate, if you can, time to explore and understand who you are, who you are as an individual, uh, and you know what that means to you. Consciously learn to celebrate alone time with the intention of deepening self-connection. Learn things like grounding techniques so that can support you to embody your personal power. It's a huge gift making, you know, because you are such a role model to others. But if you are kind of flighting all over the place and sort of so busy being connected to everybody else and not to yourself, it's going to get um, your people are going to feel that they're going to sense that. You are innately magnetic, so let your bubbly and energetic nature shine brightly. You want to really work on your trust in others, deepen this trust because you do know how to activate it. Just sometimes if you have been, say, uh, in an experience where that trust has been challenged by someone or people in your network, you may wonder whether you actually can trust others, but you can. Support yourself with your relationship with that trust. Spend time alone, drawing on your other archetypes, as I've mentioned, to support you with this. Uh, that's a really effortless way for you to build that self-connection and it'll open you to create connection, creativity, expansion, and so much more. So affirmations for the networker connector. So what if my greatest value was my generosity instead of who I know? Imagine if I was the best me when I spend time alone. What if grounding by my, myself, connecting was a power move? Like self-connection, you've probably picked that up. I've said it many times over now. Imagine if asking for and receiving help was mutually beneficial for all involved. What if I accepted help when it was offered and trusted the offer was genuine? Imagine if it was easier for me to receive reward from sharing my network. What if I could joyfully balance social time and being my, with myself? Imagine if I was never alone because I always have myself. 
What if I let myself be the magnetic soul that I am? Imagine if I could celebrate being more self-connected as I use my other archetypes to support this experience. And what if my gift to the world started with me deeply and lovingly connecting to me as a priority? They're such great things to, to work with affirmations. I'm going to always say that because I love them so much. Archetypal success pathways for a networking connector. You can activate and amplify thriving when you embody your thrive at the success pathway of self-connection. That's probably no surprise to you, to be honest. As a soul with a gift for creating powerful connection between others, you filter everything through the lens of community. But until you're truly able to be comfortable with your own self and create true self-connection, your gifts will be limited. You know, you can also be resistant to monetizing and networking, connecting, you know, gifts, yet this is a key to your success as a businesswoman. You want to activate time with yourself regularly so there's opportunity to tune in, to listen and benefit from your innate gifts and amplify, you know, when you're alone, when you're spending that time with yourself, not when you're out, you know, being in social butterfly mode. As a network connector, you truly thrive when you give yourself the time and space to truly connect to yourself. This makes the connections that you facilitate that much more valuable because you come from a place of self-value. Now, activating your effortless success zone, do more of socializing to fill the gaps in your life, ignoring your intuition telling you to connect, giving to your network, but not asking for what you want and need. And do more of practicing self-grounding and connection daily, asking your network for what you want and need and celebrating the powerhouse connector that you are. So there we have it. That's the uh, Liberator Engineer and the Network Connector. Now, I did say I would talk about the, the link between the two of them. Now, many liberator engineers, when people, particularly in a business setting, meet them, they automatically think that they're a networker connector. Liberator engineers are often will facilitate introductions, just like a networker connector will. They both have a gift for kind of understanding how things work together. But when it comes to what those things are, for a networker connector, the things in terms of how what works together, it's purely about people. How did the connections between people work? For the networker connector, that is the priority or the focus or the gift that she has. For the liberator engineer, it's not about people. It might be people, but it's all things. It's like that big picture and how all the moving parts work together. So that's the key distinction in terms of that connection piece from those two archetypes. Otherwise, hopefully from what I've shared with you today, you can see that there's a, a lot of differences there. Um, I know from a you know, in a business perspective, particularly when I am out networking and, you know, do introductions very freely because to me it feels like a sense of freedom introducing people that I think will connect or could benefit from each other's support and knowing each other. As a liberator engineer, that's just what I do. It's about the kind of the freedom that's possible there from that connection or that introduction. Um, people assume that I'm a networking connector and I am definitely not, not at all. Okay, so that's a wrap for today's episode. Next week, we'll move into episode 60. Oh, and just so in case I, you know, I don't think I have shared this year, I did say it was coming. We've truly passed our 50K downloads just after our first birthday earlier this month. So that's another huge milestone to celebrate for She Leads, She Thrives. And I know I always share how much excitement I have for each new guest that we have. And next week's guest is no different at all. You're going to get so much value out of the conversation that we created together, particularly if you're, if professionalism and ethical practice matters to you as an online business provider or online service provider. So you want to turn on those notifications when you subscribe and get ready for a fresh episode overflowing with inspiration next week. 
But for today, you know, as always, Superstar Wise Soul, remember you're born to thrive and to follow your dreams, your visions, your ambition, your desire, you know, to lead your life and your business with ease and spaciousness. You're already a leader, a self-led soul making waves, creating impact and legacy. And I know I believe this reality for you and for us all. And I will hold it while you lean into that for yourself. So have the best week, you know, go out, celebrate you, create a sense of freedom, have some fun, you know, maybe do some bit of networking, lean into the archetypes that we shared today, whether that you feel that you have them or not. Go and take that free assessment if you haven't already. Go and check out the offers on the Thrive Factor profiling experiences while they're 50% off, like through to the end of this month, then those offers will be gone. So it's a great time to jump into those. But yeah, celebrate you, all you are, all you're creating, all you're sharing, keep shining and keep thriving. And I will be back with you with a new episode very soon. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. You are so valued and appreciated. Aside from this podcast, my favorite place to hang out online is definitely Instagram. So come and join me, Shannon underscore the Thrive Factor. And no, my DMs are always open for genuine questions and connections. For all the latest Thrive Factor goodness, visit thrivefactorco.com forward slash links, where you'll find more about thriving in life and business. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show and share it with your friends. Let's amplify thriving the world over.